The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power Dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com consulting. IBM. Let's create. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it is Thursday, which means our dear friend Mark Lupo joins us. Hey, Loopy, are you there? Loopy Lou is here. Hey, Loopy Lou. So, uh, we prepare for this podcast. Let's let everybody in behind the scenes here. Let's let's draw the curtain back, pull that curtain back. Uh So we prepare, and even though it's not scripted, we do have a lineup. we have our stories, we know what we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. We talk about it the night before, we text each other, we go back and forth with ideas. So we have a whole outline for a show, and I think that's one of the reasons... Thankfully, our podcast does so well is that we come prepared. It's not just two friends, Mark, chattering chattering (laughs) away for 30 rambling on minutes. We we know all those podcasts out there, and I'm not trashing them. I'm not. They're really fun. But I try to make this as polished and as professional as possible. You, Mark, I, we've worked on TV shows. We've worked on radio shows. This is how a real A-list TV show works. Yes. Exactly. So, you know, the night before, we have a, a, a full idea of what the show is going to yes. be every night. Yes. And they do this on television, too. When yeah. you turn on and you see Hoda and Savannah, they're not just chatting away. It's not just random thoughts. The show is mapped out, right. and it gives the show a structure, mm-hmm. a framework. So we do that always the night before. But then, this morning, I woke up early to go on TV and talk about Harry and Meghan uh-huh. Part 2. <laughs> and it's just so much stuff that I've thrown out the script, Mark. You didn't know I was going to do this, but I've thrown out the script. So we're flying blind, so to speak, today. And instead of going over all the news that we were going to cover, we're just going to dedicate this entire episode to part two of oh. Meghan and Harry. So don't worry. It's not really spoiler alerts. It's it's the headlines. It's, it's our interpretation of what's going on here. Mm. So even if you haven't watched the show yet, don't worry. You can still listen to the podcast. Now, I think it'll actually make the viewing experience even better because you'll have some real insights. Hey, are you ready to jump in, my friends? 
Ooh, I'm a bit nervous. Ooh. Hey, what time is it? It is tea, tea time. time. Okay, so the biggest story for me, the biggest takeaway from the new uh, part two documentary is that Harry reveals that he was heartbroken after Prince William, his brother, broke their pact. Mm. Let me explain what this is. So the two of them agreed, they made a pact, that they would not let each other's office trade negative stories about each other. Harry said the following quote, William and I saw what happened when our dad's office, remember their dad's office, allegedly leaked stories about Princess Diana. So Mm. they saw that Mm -hmm. and they said, we made an agreement as young boys, an agreement as young boys growing up. We're never, ever going to let that happen to our offices. And then Harry said, I would rather get destroyed in the press than play along with this game or this business of trading uh, and to see my brother's office do the same thing that we promised each other we would never do is heartbreaking. This is a bombshell, Mark, because what's going on here is Harry is alleging that the negative press that he got, that Meghan got, came maybe not from his brother, but from his brother's office. (gasps) I mean... Rob, it's just so amazing to hear this because they're so detached from the reality that most of us live. Like, when mm. we have a problem with our siblings, we don't think about, like, will their office release... <laughs> Call it the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail, will they release a story? Um, I mean, it must be incredibly hurtful to know that your your brother is somehow involved in, in, in your demise, you know, in the press, right? right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's shocking revelation. Now, I should point out as somebody that has been a publicist for big stars, this is how it works. It really is how it works. Mm-hmm. In my PR days, the hottest star that I represented was Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. She was the one that everybody wanted on the cover. And I certainly made it clear that if you want Jennifer Lopez on the cover of this magazine, you have to put Alicia Keys on it mm-hmm. on a different month. So mm-hmm. I also represented Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. I traded all the time Jessica Simpson and Ashley Simpson. I had both sisters. And everybody wanted Jessica. Nobody wanted Ashley. I know, it's awful. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> I know. But there really was sort of a deal where if Entertainment Tonight wanted to talk to Jessica, then I expected a, a really nice piece on Ashley Simpson. Yep. You've dealt with publicist Mark throughout your career. Mm-hmm. This trading, it's part of the game. It is. And as a reporter at Us Weekly for many years, it was the same kind of thing. It's like if you want this, the scoop, you'll have to, uh, you know, give my other client a feature that might yes. not be as well known. I've done that for people, you know, random fitness instructors and blah, right. blah, blah. But then you get this this huge scoop, which could be, you know, a changing <laughs> moment for you or for the, the outlet you're working for. Yeah, whenever I see somebody's hairdresser getting a page feature uh-huh. in a magazine, oh, yes. I'm like, oh, they're talking about that star. Mm-hmm. There's no way they would get four pages no. on how to do a perfect bun no. or how to do a perfect ponytail uh-huh. or their life <laughs> if they weren't trading stuff. It's the same in page six and the gossip columns. If you really look closely, you'll know who the sources are because the fingerprints are everywhere. If there's something that stands out that shouldn't really be there that feels too much of a promotion, mm-hmm. then the person they're promoting <laughs> is most likely the person who's given them good diss. Yep. So I hate that they're brothers and this happened to them within the family, but it is how the game is played. And I think it's naive of Harry to not understand that. He also said that the moment everything exploded, 
the moment the negative press was overwhelming was after their 2018 really successful tour of Australia. Remember when they went to Australia? They were they were everywhere. We loved them. They were funny. Harry said the following, and I, I was shocked he said it. He said, quote, The issue is when somebody who's marrying in into the family who should be the supporting act is stealing the spotlight or is doing the job better than the person who was born to do this so he's saying here that megan at sean his brother kate the queen everybody he said it shifts the balance and this can lead to the perception that all your charities and your reputation it's not going to grow if you're not on the front pages. So this is such an insight into a really messed up family. Your worth is on how many covers you're on. We know this from celebrities, Mark. A lot of celebrities love to be in the press. The housewives are the, are the clearest example of mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. They feel like they're dying mm-hmm. if we're not talking about them. Mm-hmm. So they keep doing more and more outrageous things, saying stupid stuff, right. so that we talk about them. They value their self by how much press they get. Harry's saying that that happened too within the family. No, it's such a great point. And that was a revelation that I really enjoyed learning this morning because when I worked at Us Weekly, this story, mm-hmm. that, that was the big, you know, Megan was everything to us at that time. Everything. Every everything. week she was on the cover, cover, yes. cover. Every online story is Megan, Megan, Megan. And, you know, everyone else kind of got lost in the shuffle. They got lost. And I can yeah. see how that would create jealousy. And, and, it created and jealousy. Yeah. It was wild, isn't it? And I just got the numbers. At the end of the year, Google gives out their most searched mm, person. Yep. It's Megan, Megan by millions. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, Kate comes in number two <laughs> then harry and williams last but it's amazing yeah. the competitiveness and we know that too famous people are so competitive they pretend not to be but they know exactly how much press another person's getting oh yeah in my pr days i'm not going to name who but i think you might know him he's a famous rapper hello Didu. <laughs> if he ever saw another rapper 50 cent getting more press than him he was furious oh, okay. i knew i knew he would change his name the next day because he needed to get the spotlight back on himself okay let's move on with the royals harry said that he wants a genuine apology from the royals well he shouldn't Uh. hold his breath so he said the following quote none of us really wanted to talk at my grandfather's funeral but we did remember Mm -hmm. after the funeral Mm. kate set them up to talk and then they had a meeting afterwards he said it was really hard especially spending time having chats with my brother and my father who were focused on some misinterpretation of the whole situation. I'd like to know exactly what that means here, because he thinks they have misinterpreted what is going on. He added, I've had to make peace with the fact that I'm probably never going to get a genuine apology. My wife and I, we're moving on. We're focused on the next chapter. Well, I don't think that's quite true, because you are now talking about your past. If you were really focusing on the next chapter, you wouldn't be doing this. Exactly. And I, and I think this narrative uh, you know, of them being misunderstood or treated poorly, mm. we're tired of it. And it's and that's right. all they've been talking about. And I don't know <laughs> what else there is to talk about at this right. point. Like You've said it right. all over and over and over again. Right. We've had it in our own lives. Have you had a friend that you fell out with? And you both see the same event through totally different <laughs> eyes. Like, it's just, 
It, it was like different events. Like, we went to the same party and something happened and we both interpreted it in a different way. And we'll never, ever agree. We're never going to agree on that. No, but I, and I, also, I don't think that going on TV and talking about it for hours mm. is going to help you get that apology. I think you've just solidified that you'll never get that apology. Right, right, right. Well, Harry claims the palace lied uh, when denying that Prince William bullied them out of the family. So Harry heavily hinted, this was a bombshell, he heavily hinted that the real reason behind Mexit was his brother, Prince William. Uh, and he accused the palace of lying to protect the heir to the throne. So Harry recalls on the same day as the Sandrington Summit, that's when they all got together with the Queen, a story came out saying that part of the reason they were leaving was because William had bullied them out. Harry said the following... Once I got in the car after the meeting, I was told about a joint statement that had been put out in my name and my brother's, quashing the story about him bullying us out of the family. I couldn't believe it. Nobody had asked my permission to put my name on a statement like that. Mm. He seethed, strongly suggesting mm. that he would not have made this denial. So he rang M. Oh, that's Megan. So he rang <laughs> M and she burst into tears not helping Meghan and then the young prince said the saddest part of the whole scandal was the wedge this had created between him and his brother you know I it's hard to say what the truth is here I would imagine there is some truth somewhere in the middle of all this but Rob, we have to remember that the firm, the institution, this is a business, and they have to protect their assets. And right now, William is going to inherit this throne. He's going to inherit right. the business. And I don't, I am not surprised at all that they would do what they have to do to make sure that this continues on and can be sustainable. They look after the boss. You know it in your own office, yeah. your own shop, your own restaurant. Yep. You're not going to beat the boss. Nope. They will look after the boss. I've been fired many times because I've took on <laughs> the boss. You can't. If you're going to fight, I don't want you to bully people. But if you're going to fight, fight with somebody a little lower down on the totem pole, Mark. Because if you fight with the boss, you're not going to win. No. And William is the boss here. He's going to be the king. Mm -hmm. And everything is... Really created around William to make sure this happened. Oh, I did laugh, though. Harry said that his brother screamed at him. Oh, oh I can God. imagine it now. So he said, I was terrified to have my brother scream and shout at me and my father say things that simply were not true. He defended his late grandmother. So his grandmother was at this meeting. So it was Charles, it was William, it was the Queen. And he defended his grandmother and he said she just sat there and took it all in, noting that her goal in life has been to defend the institution. He did point out, though, if people are telling her something, particularly if it's Charles and William, she's probably going to take that advice. He ultimately said that they finished the meeting without any plan, and he said that his family blamed him and his wife for the situation, not the institution and not the media. That's the fundamental problem here. They blame Harry and Meghan for this mess, Partly right, Meghan and Harry blame the media and the institution. They're partly right too. They both can be right, mm -hmm. but no one's willing to budge here. 
Oof. No, I mean, Rob, this is just, it's a reminder that they're just like us. This is the most dysfunctional, <laughs> yes. bizarre yes. thing. And they are, they, they are no better than any other dysfunctional family <laughs> in America or anywhere else. And so this makes me laugh. Like, just imagining what this all looks like. screamed at him. Scream, <gasps> like, if I Ooh. screamed at my brother, Jonathan, which I have. Well, he'd be used to it. I mean, yeah. I, I just, yeah. it would be laugh because I can't imagine <laughs> William Has Jonathan screamed. ever screamed at you? I mean, not in recent years, oh, but oh. he has. But I'm, I'm oh, more has. of the screamer. I would scream. You're more of the screamer. Yeah. Well, you're the William. You're the older brother. Correct. So, so, that, so Jonathan's Harry. He's Harry. You're William. I'm the Harry because my brother Douglas is older. <sighs> oh, oh, he screamed at me oh. about a year ago. I got a vicious <sighs> email. I know my father had gone to the hospital uh-huh. and everybody was a little on edge. And I'm 3,000 miles away right. and five hours behind. Mm-hmm. So my edge was probably a little sharper <laughs> than the others. <laughs> oh, my brother Douglas. Oh, he screamed. I tell you, I was terrified. Just like, just like Harry. <laughs> terrified. Okay, moving along. William's last text to Harry. Oh. oh, that's a good cover line for Us Weekly, isn't it? The last text. Oh. So Megan's on the phone to Tyler Perry, as you would be, chatting <laughs> away. And she said, oh, Tyler, H just got a text from his brother. And then she said, all right, I'll talk to you later. So she, she hangs up and Harry puts his head, oh my goodness, his head down into his knees and he sort of sighs. I wish I knew what to do. Oh, it's so dramatic and it's very surprising the cameras happen to be there for this moment. It's very Real Housewives, isn't it? So Megan hugs him. She hugs him and she says, I know, let's take a breather, get some air and then decide. Of course, the dramatic content of the text, we don't know. It wasn't revealed. What do you think that text said? Uh, it said, are you filming Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm still stuck in the fact that he, William uses a cell phone. I didn't know that the Royals had access to like, yeah, yes, iPhones. Yes, they do. But uh, I mean, I can't imagine what the last quote unquote text said. Uh, it probably said, still don't ever talk to me again. Or, you know, you're out of the family. I don't know. But I want my crown back. My crown back. <laughs> I don't know. Give the jewels back. This is just, again, so dysfunctional. I I can't imagine like ending your a relationship on the, on the on text. You know, this is your brother. Come on. Ah. But I know, but have you? I've had some fights on text, Mark. I'm ashamed to admit it. Yeah. I have. And I've always said to myself, oh, well, I'll call them the next day. And often I don't. Rob. <laughs> I know. I don't. Not good. I try to be, honestly, I try to be a good boy. <laughs> Mark, if I send you, if we fall out, it's going to say the last text, really dramatic. The and last then I'll text. Say, yeah, the last. That's my, that's, that, in fact, that might be the entire content. The last text. I'm going to read sent. about it on like in a, in a Sweetly or maybe <laughs> on this podcast. Some scandalous <laughs> place. The one part of the documentary that I thought was kind of charming and, and really made me full of hope was right in the beginning where Harry filmed them on the Freedom Flight. So he was leaving the UK for the very last time, flying to California, and he breaks out into this huge smile and he starts to, to chuckle and he says he's laughing. He's on a Freedom Flight. It was the most obvious place to come. He looks so happy here. Part of me questions then, if you're so happy leaving, why are we going back? I know it's about the money, and that's not a crude thing to say. They're getting $100 million. They've got to pay their bills. I'm not slamming them for that. It's just so curious. If this time is so painful, it clearly is, why are they reliving it? I don't know, but I do want to plug something about myself. The day that yes. they announced that they were leaving the institution, yes. I was like, you know what? I need to call Megan's father. And I called I called Thomas. And I was like, Thomas, hello? He's like, hello? I'm like, hey, it's Mark hello. from Us Weekly. I want to know how you feel about <laughs> your, your daughter leaving uh, the institution. He said to me, 
I'm very disappointed. Oh. And I was like, wow, I just, I became wow. part of this, the history of this You've moment. You've just become part of this story? Yeah, I became wow. part of the story. I love that we have access to these people. Oh, back to Tyler Perry. Uh-huh. So Tyler Perry now pops up too, <laughs> and he compares the treatment of Megan to battery. He said that he saw his mom abused for years, and he knows the symptoms, and this is what it was like. Tyler allowed them to stay in one of his, his mansions. Uh. Now, Megan says the royal family blocked her from getting help while suicidal. This is something not to be laughed at. This is really serious. Mm. And I just can't imagine this happened. And if it did, there needs to be an inquiry about this. So she said, I wanted to go somewhere and get help. And I just wasn't allowed. They were concerned about how it would look for the institution. After admitting his own shame about this, Harry went on to say that he just didn't know what to do. And he just couldn't couldn't figure this out nobody he said would have a private conversation with the newspaper editors saying enough his dad told him quote darling boy you can't take on the media and harry replied i fundamentally disagree and i think that's the sense of this documentary that is all over the place is it the palace's fault Is it the family's fault? Is it William's fault? Is it the media's fault? It seems that they are blaming everybody here for this situation that they partly created themselves, Mark. Yeah, exactly. I think there's blame to be had all around. And, you know, my understanding is that the British media and the royal institution have some kind of connection. There is that exchange of like, we'll give you, you know, access to our lives. And, and, it's and the trading again, isn't it? It's the quick the pro quo. But you can't control the U.S. media. We you have, can't control them. We're going to publish a story. We're going to publish right. a story. You have no control over that. So you have no control. I think that. it must be hard for them when they when they realize that they don't have the say in everything. And you right. can't have approval on every story, you know, good or bad. Right. I remember when I was working with Jessica Simpson, there was a bad story on her. And I tried to trade the press. It was a true story. So I couldn't kill it. It was true. And it was not good. And I was like, well, why don't we sort of let that go away? And you do at home with Jessica for Christmas Mm. or maybe Thanksgiving with Christmas. Mm -hmm. If ever you see a celebrity on the cover of a magazine cooking a turkey (laughs) or opening a Christmas gift, you know, you you know, know. know. there is trouble. So we didn't do a break on this show. iHeart's going to be furious, but (laughs) it's all about us today and Megan Naughty. So let's end with two more delicious, delicious items. Maybe the most curious thing said is that Megan said she always was seen as a foreign organism in the royal family so Mm. she had a chat with harry's private secretary who worked for the queen for almost 20 years and he described the royal family the institution like a fish that's swimming perfectly in its own current and then this little organism comes along and it's a foreign organism and it upsets everything and the advice was basically don't swim against the tide you're not gonna win the family's going to win. Not bad advice. Not bad advice. Not bad advice. And she is. She was the, the, the you know the, the addition, the new person, and she brought something very different. And I think that always is hard when you enter a family and you're you're the new person and you're not maybe yeah. accustomed to those traditions. So again, it goes back to just showing them that, or showing us at least that they are just like us. They are. They, they just, behave the same way. They're just like well to show how just like us they really are. This one made me scream, and I think they're going to get some bad press Uh-oh. for this. They claimed that their royal house was just too small. Oh, God. So literally too small. Harry complained. As far as people were concerned, we were living in a palace, but we're actually in a 
cottage and then Megan pipes up mm. we were in the palace grounds so Kensington Palace it sounds very regal doesn't it I mean palace is even in the name but Nottingham Cottage <laughs> is not Kensington Palace mm. the six foot one prince complained the ceilings are really low I don't know <laughs> who lived here before me but they must be really short not a good look not a this g- is not a good look not cute we rent free on the grounds of Kensington Palace it might be a cottage but Mark we would kill for this cottage of course you know <laughs> what was really fascinating too is seeing pictures of them at home and like seeing their mess and like the, the shoes on the floor and like oh, the clothes really yes. like, it's just a really fascinating inside look into like someone's life but I mean to then go to Tyler Perry's humongous mansion it's like oh. come on come on on. Uh, I don't think they're doing themselves any good with this. Just to, to wrap up, explosive bombshells. They went there with particularly William. William's the one that he went after here. To claim William was behind or his staff was behind leaks oof, is outrageous. Oof. The stuff about suicide is just heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, if that's true, the changes are made within the palace. Mm. Overall, really worth sitting down and watching. I'm not sure you need to do the whole three hours. <laughs> But fascinating, you know, six hours. They do come across a little whiny, though. I have to say, there's a little bit of a... Because uh, mm. they, they live like they're so rich, Mark. Everything around them is so luxurious, Mark. They don't have a job like we do that they have to go to every day. So they have to be careful here. But I guess that cat is already out of the bag. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to a real special edition of the Naughty But Nice Show with my good self, Rob Shooter, and our dear friend, Mark Lupo. Uh, don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review and all together now. I hope you're listening, Meg and Harry, I want you to sing along. Remember, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. nice. Take care, everybody. Pip, pip. It's naughty but nice with Rob. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.